Welcome to Wei and Kathy Show. I'm your host Wei Fang. Today is a special session, and we will be、um, making a big announcement. So before we get into that, let's just first talk about the topic of today. So today we have three topics for you. The first is the Wisconsin election. I'm sorry, what I'm talking about the、um, the primary. Okay, Massachusetts primary just happened. Uh, yesterday, I want to give you the you know the scoop of what happened, and the second, the Senate race、uh, analysis. So, Senate race has become a very how to say um, um very close run. Even just is the, the the entire Senate race become a toss up at this time, which includes like a state of Wisconsin and Florida, North Carolina, Ohio, and、um, Georgia, Nevada, and Arizona. I don't know whether you are in one of those states, but they are all very very important. Uh, and another topic we'll be bringing to you is、um, Kathy will be interviewing a doctor. Okay, talking about some very very strange strange law that was that has has passed in California State Assembly and、uh, Senate, and it's just up to the governor to sign. So very bizarre situation. All right, so、um, so let's first talk about、uh, the Massachusetts. So basically, you know, this is what happened last、uh, yesterday, right? So last Tuesday, this is a state with a 6.9 million people, and nine Congress people, Congress seats, House of Representative will up for you know,、uh, re-election, and、uh, but interesting enough, the you know in the state as in in the state assembly, the number of Democrat versus、uh, Republican is five to one, so it's a super, super, super majority, all right, or it's you call it a super blue state, but in, interesting enough, as we all know. That the governor Charles Charles Baker, okay,、uh, Junior, he's a Republican, and、uh, so is the Lieutenant Governor.、Um, so how so? You know, in such a deep blue state, you got a you know GOP governor. So basically, back in two thousand and eight, and、uh, Charles Baker and、uh, stepped down from his、uh, business how to say、uh, position and、uh, to run for governor of.、Um, Um, Massachusetts on a platform of fiscal cons- conservatism and cultural liberal liberalism, okay, and、uh, but he lost. He came back again after eighty years in twenty or fourteen. So Baker ran for governor again and narrowly defeated Democratic nominee uh, Martha uh, Cotley. So forty eight percent to forty six percent. And、uh, of course, they run as a pair, right? He got his,、um, you know, running mate who was also elected to be the lieutenant governor. So, and、uh, in the year of twenty、uh, eighteen, a a poll by WBUR and、uh, Mass Inc. poll gave Baker a seventy four percent approval rating. Okay, making him the most popular governor in the United States. So it seems this.、Uh, You know, this is、uh, how to say financially Republican and uh, culturally um, liberal、uh, governor know how to run the state. All right, so he got a very good name. So then, on the same year, he was reelected, this time handily over Democratic challenger. Okay, and he he won with the sixty seven percent of the vote. This is the largest vote share in the Massachusetts.、Uh, um, Governatorial election since 1994. All right. So, but now this year, and、uh, Baker now announced that he will not seek re-election in 2020.、Uh, you know, in this year, and why? And he said that、uh, he doesn't. He will fa- face challenge in, in the Republican primary. He doesn't think think he would get the nomination. And、um, 
And why don't why won't he run as an independent? He doesn't want to. Okay. Anyway, so he's not seeking re-election, and so is his um, uh, lieutenant governor. So both positions for open, you know, open for uh, for grab. And on the Republican side, former state representative Joe uh, Dale, okay, and entered the race, and so is Chris Doty, and who is backed by prominent New Hampshire Republican governor uh, Chris Sununu. Anyway, but uh, Dale is endorsed by former President Trump, and um, so what's the result? Uh, let me say that a bit later. Okay, um, Dale is uh, from Pennsylvania. Okay, he graduated. He studied, you know, government, government and urban studies in the in the Lyon University from Pennsylvania, and then later he moved after graduation. He moved to New York City and worked in the advertising industry. Later he moved to Los Angeles, working in the television production over there. And in two thousand and one, he moved to his wife's hometown of. Uh, Whitman, Massachusetts, where he has worked as a business development executive in the sign industry. Okay, and um, so in the 2010, he was elected to be uh, to be the seventh Plymouth District um, State Assemblyman. And then in 2018, he ran unsuccessfully uh, against the incumbent um, Massachusetts Senator, federal Senator, Democratic. Uh, U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren, all right. So then this time he's running, and he lost. He lost thirty-six percent versus sixty percent. So pretty big margin, all right. So this time he won. He won over um, Doughty, fifty-four um, percent versus forty-four uh, percent, and then become the GOP nominee. And I I read from the web. Okay, there's a lot of response saying that you know you can you can you can beat. Uh, um, you, you can beat other GOP candidates only to only you would hand this governor to the opponent because it's a deep deep blue play, uh, state, and his opponent is the two-term Attorney General Mara Healey, okay, and who faced no challenge during her primary, so he won by six eighty-four percent, and then both will be entered the you know the, the the midterm election on the November eighth, okay. And uh, and Miss Healy majored in government at Harvard College and graduating in 1992, and uh, she was the co. Her background is kind of interesting. She was the co-captain of the Harvard Crimson women's basketball team. After graduation, she spent two years playing as a starting point guard for a professional basketball team in in Austria. Then, upon returning to the states, he earned a um, JD. From the Northeastern University School of Law in 1998, then later her legal career included like a clerking for a federal judge and spent more than seven years at a private law firm, firm and also worked as a special assistant district attorney in Middlesex uh, County of the Massachusetts. And then he then later he served uh, by Massachusetts Attorney General Martha uh, Coakley in 2007. And uh, she served as the chief of the civil rights division, and later she was appointed the chief of the business and the labor bureau, and uh, of the attorney general. And then um, in two thousand fourteen, she ran for attorney general of the state. Uh, state and she won. And four years later, she got reelected. Okay, and um, yeah, so that's the story. 
So there's a lot of talk about that, uh, you know, the, 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 the Healy will just win because there's a deep state, uh, deep blue state. And um, so Trump could endorse, could endorse uh, Dale and only to lose to, um, you know, this, this lady. So at this time, what do you think? You know, this year, a lot of Democrat money is going over, participate or interfere with, however you call it, the GOP election primary, okay? Because they want to pick a weaker one. So for the 11th, um, I mean, November 8th um, election. So what do you think about that? Okay, I don't think that's moral, um, but, but they, are, they are just, they are looking at, uh, they're eyeing on to win, right? So in this case, you know, why don't you, you know, should uh, Republican voters in Massachusetts chose a moderate person who can just win them independent or even win some, you know, Democrats in a way that, uh, that Charles Baker does, you know, Charles Baker did or not, or just go with your, your, your own choosing. So what do you think? I really want, want to, you know, want to know how you think about that. If you have your comment, who, you know, would you, which way would you choose? Leave your comment there. Okay. Like say, uh, how to say, how, how to say that, um, principle, okay. Versus win. Principle versus win. Um, okay, if you can just leave those one of those words there so that I know how you think. So going forward next uh, Tuesday, that would be Delaware and New Hampshire for primary. And the last two primaries, Rhode Island and Louisiana, and which is interesting on the same date of uh, November election. Okay, that will be all the primary. Okay, so overall, let, let's, let's move on. Okay, let's move on. Look at uh, the, the midterm election. So we got the Senate race. We got the, you know, 35 seats there. We got the uh, House race, 435, you know, seats there. And then it seems that, uh, you know, House GOP has a big chance of winning the House, but on the Senate, doesn't seem to be so easy. And uh, it seems to be not just a toss up, and uh, Republicans seems to be at some disadvantage. Why? Let me explain some background here. So there are 21 seats held by Republicans, up, you know, are up for grab, and only 14 held by Democrats are up for re-election, that's the first thing. So you got more castles to guard against and to guard, and versus some, you know, more, more castles to attack. And the second, five Republican senators decide to retire. Only one Democratic senator decide to retire. And uh, if you compare this with the House, you know, 22 Democrat, uh, you know, House representatives decide to retire or not to seek re-election versus only 10. So that's the one big difference. The second is more interesting. I, I would say, okay, the, the conventional wisdom, as I know in this country, is, you know, this famous saying, it's the money, stupid. Okay, election is always decided by the pocket. Uh, of the, you know, people's pocket. And if the economy goes down, you know, the, the ruling party will lose seats. If the, you know, economy is good, they will keep it. All right. So, but now it doesn't seem to be so, you know, with the, you know, Biden administration's two year inflation and the 44 decades high, and uh, you really live a somewhat different world than, you know, two years ago. Okay. The outcome of the race, Senate, you know, included seems to be easy, but no, okay, because of the abortion, because of all the other things, ideology conflict, it doesn't seem that, um, you know, Republican would have a sure win. So why, why so? Why the change? 
if I want to share with you what my point of view, I think is because, you know, young people grew out of school and they become voters, and then they think different than you know people like us. In in certain sense, it's no longer the you know the the pocket the the, the money pocket count, is the is the people's people's value, okay, and. Uh, in certain sense, I see this elections between old people and young people. Like you know, people viewing this channel, you guys, okay. I got only one point four percent. They are you know between twenty five and thirty four. All the other ninety eight percent are thirty five and above. My most audience are people you know older than sixty five percent, sixty five year old. Okay, the sad truth is the kids doesn't know the world that they have grown into. Okay, they are brainwashed by you know by their teachers in the public school, and uh, they just naively think socialism is not a bad idea. And while we older people we live through that, at least I live through that, and you heard enough about it, so you think that's a bad idea. But you cannot convince your kids. That's where we're facing now. Okay, so either you know when old people against young people, not say against. Uh, old people versus young people. The old people does not seems to have much chance because the future belongs to the young people, right? Maybe, maybe we cannot we cannot avert this, or maybe we can. Why? Because there are people who, who know the truth, who know the situation, who know the world has tried communism in last century and causing one point four one hundred forty million people death, and we don't want to live this again. We don't want to live through the nightmare only you know so that we can wake up. We don't want to enter the nightmare, don't we? So, people like you and 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 me, we need to do something. Okay, that's why we're here doing this show.、Um, however, another thing is that we have to have a place, a platform that that we can, you know, just、uh, propagate the message. And、uh, Kathy and I introduce you、uh, the platform of Safe Chat, right? I just want you to know,、um, Safe Chat has. Um, um, We're moving on. Okay, we're moving on from Safe Chat to a new platform, which will be, which will be. I can say this, which will be the final platform. All right, this is a platform of the future. Will be there, and will stay there, and、uh, we will see that succeed. It's growing very fast. Okay, and、uh, so that's that. And、uh, the, the 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 name is called.、Um, uh, Ganjing World. Okay, Ganjing World. Let me just if you pay attention to the. You know the the top chat. I want to type up here the website. The Ganjing, yeah, it's already there. Okay, Ganjing World. Okay,、uh, go there, and、uh, that will be the platform that has no censorship.、Uh, that will, you know, be the true forum of freedom of free speech. So this is the first big change there. And、uh, today,、uh, Kathy will bring her content, which has to do with a very bizarre law just passed in the California. And subject all those doctors and the physicians and the surgeons to lawsuit. Okay, so and Kathy will be having those there. So Ganjing World, mark that. Okay, we are moving on from Safe Chat to Ganjing World, and、uh, we need you to go there with us again. And over there, I think we can grow fast, we can grow well, and uh, that's uh, that's what would happen. Okay, and then.、Um, So now there's a with a little, um, um, okay.、Uh, there's a little episode. This is has to do with the California, um, 
yeah just bear with me a little bit so let me just share with you what's happening here and um so california you know state legislation legislature at the end of august okay passed the legislation legislation that would punish doctors who dissent from the government's messenger messaging on a particular virus and what it is i won't mention that because otherwise we, we got into trouble then california assembly bill 2098 was introduced by democratic assemblyman um, evan Lowe from the silicon valley it would amend the state business state's business and professions code to give hear me out here to give the medical board of california the discretionary power to discipline physicians or surgeons who spread quote disinformation or uh, or disinformation related to this particular virus okay and why california lawmakers passed such a bill what would be the consequence on the doctors and the patients in california should this bill is signed into law by governor gavin newsom and kathy interviewed a medical doctor who would easily fall into the category of this bill and who also at this time running for this California State Senate in the primary election trying to make changes to California, Dr. Michael Huang. By now you can probably guess what the virus is, okay? And understand why we cannot talk about the topic here. So please get ready to get onto the channels on Ganjin World and watch this feature interview. As you are getting ready, let's get a sneak peek of uh, you know, Kathy's interview with Dr. Huang. So please get ready for the Way and Kathy show on a new platform, which will, which will be, you know, just um, uh, strong and prosperous. Ganjing World. Ganjing World, you know, in Chinese is called clean. Okay, Ganjing literal translation is clean. A clean world. So let's take a look. You know, I can see 20, 30 people in a day. What they perceive, what I say to them, could be completely different from one person to another. And one person were to report me as quote unquote spreading false information and, and my license will be liable uh, to be revoked or punished or investigated. And no physician, no physician want to do that. So in a sense, um, the quality of medical care is gonna suffer. Trying to pass a bill out like this is a witch hunt, like I mentioned earlier. And uh, that's the culture of California nowadays, right? Trying, trying to find fault in people, trying to generate more and more bills and regulations that does nothing but make our life difficult, make uh, things more expensive to operate. Somehow it reminds us of um, uh, Dr. Li Wenliang in Wuhan. In this socialist state, communist state, anything goes, right? If you want to speak the truth and if it doesn't, um, if it's not in line with what a government wants, I, I think a lot of bad things can happen to you. Um, and hopefully that's not going to be the case with United States of America. Uh, California is definitely becoming more and more like the People's Republic of California. It's becoming like a socialist state. So what do you think, you know, this type of um, uh, bill, if it's signed into law, what is going to do to the doctors like you? I am the only physician, one of the few that are not afraid to speak up. When I see something is not right, I'll speak up and, and I will advocate for my patient. I always put their health as my priority. 
So definitely my uh, career, my days uh, in California is numbered. Unfortunately, this, if this is what California want, this is what they're going to get. Right? At what point would people actually wake up and say, oh no, oh my goodness, we need to have a smaller government. We need to reduce tax. We need to uh, make sure that we have freedom of speech. When will that come? Would it be five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now? Would it be that every major uh, business have left California? Uh, would it be that uh, San Francisco and in, in Los Angeles, it's a place that no one will ever want to visit? At what point will we wake up? I don't know. Uh, it is up to the people of California to decide.